you are listening to The Brews Room. It's a beer podcast with three funny guys and Kyle. Might be a comedy podcast about beer. We're not sure. All we know is we have three beer experts and three funny guys, and we are here to educate. Jeff owns Exit 6, and Justin is the brewmaster. Kyle owns Shamrocks. Mark owns Questionable Pursuits. Together, we have almost 100 years in beer, brewing, and industry experience. You're listening to this, so you found us somehow. But if you're not sure how and you can't wait to hear us again, we broadcast live on Twitch every Monday at 10.30 p.m. Central at twitch.tv slash thebearded. That's B-E-E-R-D-E-D. You can download the podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Podbean, or anywhere else you get your podcasts from. If you've really fallen in love with us, you can support the show on Patreon at patreon.com slash thebrewsroom. Get the show a couple days early or hear our second show, After Dark. Same group of guys, different topics, and after a couple of beers. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash thebrewsroom for real-time updates and goings-on with the show. Thanks for tuning in. Enjoy. Yo. Hey, welcome everybody to the Brews Room. It's the St. Louis's premier beer podcast. Are there any other beer podcasts besides us? That's not the point, Kyle. I mean, we're the best. I mean, no matter what, but I mean. There used to be some. <sighs> not anymore. Yeah. I think we're just it. This is it. You guys are stuck with us. Yeah. And uh, hopefully you, you enjoy. And you get just me and Justin, which is, I think, the first time ever. Yeah. In our whole entire history. And we got to be over two years now, right? As far as total time? Yeah, we're. if you count all of our episodes, I think we're at 120 weeks, somewhere like that. That's good, right? It's a lot of shows. Yeah. yeah. I feel all right about it. How do we have that much shit to talk about? I have no <laughs> we idea. We don't. <laughs> we no just talk about bullshit. And people enjoy it for some reason. <laughs> yeah. But you know what? I, I, Jason I, just said this was the first time you're on time. Um, I wasn't which on time, though. True. We, were, we, we started late. Uh, let me... Uh, tell you why real quick jeff and lauren were in denver this weekend so they are on their way back from the airport right now with some fresh juicy denver stories um so i was at the bar tonight sorry if uh you're on twitch and it took some extra minutes i had to close the bar down and get everything set up so uh i have to tell you uh, why mark 1.0 or 0.1 whichever one it is uh old mark so old mark yeah he he got roped into he he's, he does he owns a trivia company and then he owns a casino company that when people want to do Christmas parties they do real live casino games with fake chips and he has a company that does that. People so, love that shit. Yes, absolutely. We did it for one of our parties. Uh, did you last year? Yeah, nice. It was it's really fun. So you get a craps table, you get a blackjack table, you get real dealers. It's it's a lot of yeah, fun. Yeah, he actually hires like yeah. dealers that work at the casino, exactly. so it's not just like some schlup. No, <laughs> that has no idea how to play blackjack. No. They they do it 100% legit and then people give out prizes. It's fun. So with with the casino or with the uh trivia thing, he had a uh, bar that wanted to do a whole lot of Harry Potter trivia. And I I mean, I don't know that Didn't you'll you'll disagree that Mark is probably the most intelligent person that we know. He's as far smart. as all, <laughs> all around, you guys, I mean, I sit on the dumb level of of our, of our group for sure, but Mark knows the most about the vast majority of topics, and well, he's, he's been doing trivia for like a decade, a long time. So he, a he's long just time. his head is just full of ridiculous, useless information. 
So he had he was put into the situation where he had to go and do Harry Potter trivia, but he had to go really, really in depth. So not when yeah, I was they were doing it one week for each movie or something, right? They were doing they did a big one and they they had three hundred people, and they said, "Oh, you know what would be a good idea if we did four more weeks of it, and then it shit the bed." Oh, really? They didn't yeah. do well. Bad, 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 bad. But he's still getting paid for it, yeah, so, so he, has he to still has to it. write it. So what, what I, when I talked to him last week, and I actually brought it up halfway through the Drunken Show two weeks ago, that I said, I feel bad for Mark because he really what he does, he goes home and he has to either read part of a book or, or all the book, and then he has to watch these movies so he has enough knowledge to write trivia questions for a two-and-a-half-hour show. The thing with those events that he does is that the people that show up for themed nights like that are like the hardcore nerds of that thing, right? So you can't just write stuff that me and you would know. you got to write stuff that's going to be hard or else everyone's going to get every single question. People get really angry at him, man. Dude, he was telling me about he like misspoke. um, (laughs) It might have been a Harry Potter one. I think he misspoke like one of the magic spells or something, and he had like multiple people come up and like, yell at him that he mispronounced the fucking Latin. It would be like saying Massachusetts or Massachusetts. It's it's <laughs> it's such a small thing, but man, they get fucking worked up. I just like playing trivia, man. I don't take it all that serious. And uh, it's it's been a bummer since Mark hasn't been here uh, in a while. Usually as soon as he walks in, we ask him whatever the final question was that night because that's like, you know, the hardest question of the evening usually. And uh, so me and Jeff and Kyle try and figure out the answer every night. He hasn't been in, so I haven't gotten to actually do any trivia in a long time. I I miss the Thanksgiving trivia that he has. I know that's always a good one, but uh, Lynn's on Christmas break, the night that they're doing Christmas movie trivia at your place. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we're going to be there for that. We've got a table already. Um, It's going to be fun. Yeah. I'm there that night. It's going to be a really good time. Lynn wrecks Christmas. Yeah? Like, not... Like she's good at it. Like she will wreck shit on Christmas movies. Are you a Christmas guy? Nah, fuck no. So, so my wife is. We've never been Christmas people because we've always been at the restaurant. We yeah. we decorate. We do a tree at the restaurant. We do some lights, but at home we have nothing. And and it, it looks like Christmas threw up in my house most years because Lynn is the biggest Christmas fan. Like, do you do a tree? Oh yeah, yeah. It's not real. We haven't had a real tree um, since we've had animals. You know, the dog's drinking the fucking water. tree water and the cat's like climbing up in it and knocking the le- sure. needles and shit all over. Uh, yeah, we don't we don't mess with the real tree, but we have a we have a nice fake tree. So last night, me and Kelly were watching uh, movies and we were trying to decide what our favorite Christmas movie was. And I'm I hate all Christmas music. Hate, <laughs> hate all Christmas music. I there's also three, hate there's Christmas three, music. There's three there's three movies that I really like. OK, one. Home Alone. All right, I really like Christmas. I mean, Christmas Vacation. I'm not. This is not not in any sort of order. Christmas Vacation, Home Alone, Christmas Story, and that's it. Uh, Die Hard. If you count that, I that's number one. That's okay. Whenever people want to talk about like the best Christmas movies, some asshole always wants to say Die Hard and put it in the list. And yeah, technically, it's uh, happening at Christmas time. I love Die Hard. I love Die Hard also, but I love the whole series. I celebrate the whole collection. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Except for the last one. What was the last one? Uh, forever or something like that. The third one's my favorite one. 
Yeah, with Sam with Jackson. The yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the third Die Hard is absolutely the best one. And then number one is the second best. What about Bad Santa? I like Bad Santa. Yeah. And uh, Office Christmas Party? That seems like a movie that was up your alley. These are uh, suggestions from the chat right now. Office Christmas Party? I don't know that. It was out a couple years ago. I don't remember who was in it. Um, yeah. Jason Patterson said he's going to be taking Christmas movie trivia on the 19th very seriously. Nice. So, nice. Good luck, buddy. But you know, like the old school, like uh, the old school movies, it's not my deal. Mike Stewart just brought up It's a Wonderful Life. It's a classic. Kelly Everyone's loves it. Seen I've it. never seen it. I've never seen it. And Kelly said, it's last fine. night we have to watch it. Honestly, like the original, like Miracle on 34th Street, if you want to go, like the old black sure. and white one. I just, I don't dig. I don't know. I. Christmas was always a tough time around my house when I was a kid uh, for a lot of reasons. So I don't have... Me and you have very different parts of Christmas because you had a really rough time. Yeah. I had a really great time. Sure. But I still right now don't like Christmas. Yeah. But you know why? It's money. That's why I don't and, like and, it. And, and now my, my family's Christmas has morphed into a let's get together and have lunch or dinner and let's have some beers yeah. and relax. And then now we do, like, we buy, me and Kelly will buy for my mom and her dad, and then she'll buy for her mom and her dad, and then we buy for my grandma, who's our oldest living one. Sure. And then we do one gift giveaway. So my cousins, who, we, on the one side, we have a fairly big family. You, like, draw a name or we something? We just draw a name. Yeah, we do and that with And it's 50 bucks. And it's awesome. It's 50 bucks, and that's it's, it. I would much rather... Elfster. If anybody's looking out... Elfster? Elfster. So it's an app that you... Everybody signs in. Let's say you have eight people, mm-hmm. and then it randomly draws uh, which person you're going to give to, and then you're allowed to go and search like off Amazon or eBay or whatever it is, and you can pick what you want for that amount. Really? So, so, so like I, you just pick like a family login yeah. or something. So I got That's my cool. my uncle Dan, uh, well my my aunt's boyfriend Dan, and he asked for the Call of Duty game, the newest one. Sure. So that's all I have to give for him. Nice. I asked for um, Top Golf gift cards for fifty bucks, and that's what he's going to give me. Okay. And then you, but there's some like some of my family do they do a long list, so you can get a five dollar present and all this. But you can order it all offline. Yeah. Or online, and then it all just tags into your Amazon account or list wish. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. really cool. Elfster is the name of it. Really, really cool. Jason, uh, we we did mention uh, Christmas Vacation. Somebody was asking why that wasn't on. That was on your list. Yeah. Yeah. Christmas Vacation is probably the best Christmas movie. I love uh, Christmas Vacation. My mom, that's like her favorite movie yeah. of all time. So every year, Hallmark does a ornament series for Christmas Vacation. So that's like the easiest gift ever. Every One of the gifts for my mom every year is to get her whatever the new. I've got one. Uh, actually, you know what? While you're in there, I will take one. Thanks. Uh, easiest gift for her every year. Yeah, You know what? I mean, as far as decorating... It's just not my deal, man. I don't understand. Like my whole family's that way too. Do you, you decorate and then you tear it all down? Like it's just a lot of work for twenty five days worth of twenty five days. You don't come to my neighborhood. That shit's up for like six months. Oh <laughs> man, they, they they really put them up early in my my neighborhood too. Earlier. No, than I'm I talking thought. about late. Like they'll be up until like Easter. Oh <laughs> fuck. No. We do. Uh, they put them up before Thanksgiving in my neighborhood this year. We used to. I used to get up and put the lights up on the house. I hate it. Um, we have a star shower now, which, if you don't know, it's the oh, thing yeah. you stick in the ground and yeah. it has like the LED That's lights. That's the way to go. Dude, it's easy. Eight seconds in the ground, plug it into the garage, set the dust to dawn timer, fucking finished. 
And then we always put uh, some lights up on our patio. Can I ask you why you do that? Is it for, it's for Lynn? Lynn? Yeah. 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 If I had and my it, way, like if I was single or whatever, I would not decorate my house. My my house is not the easiest accessible as far as getting up on the roof. Yeah, mine I mean, either. Yeah. So <laughs> well, yeah, you got a you've got a good, much yeah. taller house than I do. Yeah. You know what, like, and I have a slight aversion to heights, so being up there and like hanging over the edge to clip shit onto the gutter yeah. is not my uh, cup I, of tea. I like, I, I mean, heights. I mean, I, I like heights. I don't. They don't bother me. It's the effort when it's cold that I don't that, like. If you don't get to that one day in like right. December, like you know, Saturday. like Saturday, Saturday when it was sixty-five yeah. or whatever. Fuck yeah, that's a good day to get out there and do it. But that was the one day I get. I didn't get up there and put shit up. I'm not doing it now. It's too cold. I agree. And my wife won't climb up on the roof and do it herself. So we settled on the star shower. I uh, love that. A year ago or whatever. And uh, she likes it. Uh, I'm actually going to add a second one because my house is too long. So it, it, Put one on the side? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we have the lights on the patio. And I actually I, don't mind the lights on the patio. I'd keep them up all year if they were just white because I think they look kind of cool. But I feel like between all of us, we have really good Christmas traditions as far as, like, we always have our book club Christmas, which... For you guys that you know, are newer listeners, um, this whole thing started as book club, which we sat around and drank beer on Monday night, which we called Tuesday Night Book Club. And we eventually started doing Christmas parties. Well, the first year we did. Yeah. And it started out with something. What, what we, the first year was... We got gift, like the worst the gifts. gifts for each other. Like then, We wanted to get a gift yes. that was going to hurt the other person. The goal was to... Oh, no, wait. The, the second year was the eulogy. Yeah, the second year we wrote eulogies the for eulogy each other. The eulogy part was that they were not supposed to be your friend after yeah. we gave their eulogy. So uh, <laughs> There were some it, real good ones. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I went soft. Yeah. I went really soft. So Somebody, and, some, and, some, some of the guys went way harder than you did. Yeah. Um, so we always do something fun. We did last two years. We've done game nights where I think that's fun. Well, we, it's like a, it's like a trivia. Like we did Jeopardy that has all these questions that they kind of sting a little bit. They're yeah. jokes, inside jokes about our personalities or our personal lives. But was it last year? Yeah, it was last year. Good boy had just started dating uh, his Marissa. now wife Marissa, and we played Jeopardy, and she came. And normally we don't invite anyone other than the book club members and a couple of our wives that have been part of the group right. and know us. And she came. So and Lynn and Lauren are a part of it. Yeah. Kelly's never really been a part of it. No. Um, and we told her, like, look, shit's going to get personal. You guys just started dating. There's going to be questions about you because we already had some ammo on some stuff that had happened with them, too, uh, when they first started dating. And we're like, you can come. But prepare to be upset. And and Good Boy told her. And she came. Or, and she or was you, a good sport or, about or, it. Or you prepare to be a book club member for life. Because yeah. you, you show how thick your skin is. Yeah. And she came and she dealt with it. And she laughed at, you know, there was a couple of jokes that pointed, but poked fun at her uh, specifically, you know, since she was dating Good Boy. Um, and, yeah, she had a good time with it. But it is not for everybody. <laughs> Our group is not for everybody. This show is not for everybody. And I think... No. We have a very dedicated group of listeners because it's people that have like-minded humor and sensibilities you about things. You have to have thick skin. Yeah. You know what? Like, we don't reach outside the bounds too much. I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm going to tell a story on After Dark, um, which is you could subscribe to it at the end. It's an extra hour or a half hour to an hour um, of a little more uncensoredness. 
It's not um, beer related, although we haven't talked it, about any beer yet. But yeah. uh, so I'm gonna open. We one should real crack quick. one. Um, so I have I have two stories that I'm gonna share during After Dark that will make a little more sense. Um, so real quick, um, <laughs> I picked four beers tonight because I figured Jeff was bringing some stuff in with him. So I reach into the box and I'm like, man, we have a lot of 16 ounce cans with black labels. So I'm like, we have four exactly, and I picked all of them up and then. Realized later that in my color blindness, one of these is actually blue. So I had a theme going with, at least with the labeling, but uh, we're starting off with uh, Bearded Iris Homestyle IPA. I don't know, somebody, somebody brought this in. All, I believe all of these came from uh, some of our regular listeners. Uh, I don't uh, know if Travis, this is fresh, um, but it smells fresh. We haven't had it very long. Yeah, we got uh, Travis, who's in Netherlands right now. He's listening from uh, Amsterdam. And then... Uh, our buddy uh, Greg brought a couple beers in. I got a couple of those. And then I, our friend Brian Valdez, who was on earlier, he brought us some beers in, too, uh, that we'll get. It's nice. There is a um, – it's almost a New England style, but it has a, a hop that makes it a little more West Coast style. Yeah, man, it, you're right. It's got tons of juice on the nose, mm-hmm. but it's got a nice little piney – resiny flavor to it it finishes very resiny it's dry i like it's nice I, I like it a lot uh it just says soft juicy mosaic so mosaic obviously that big uh fruited character we're getting there does it say the hop uh bill on it it just says mosaic that's all bearded iris is like the top brewery in uh, tennessee right now if i had to guess um what's southern gris have you anything from them no where are they uh memphis no, Nashville. Sorry. Oh, okay. Uh, they make really, really great stuff. Um, I know you know Steven, Steven Sinner that used to come over here, bearded, bald. Yeah. Yeah. His buddy that you worked with him for Aloof Hughes, um, half Asian looking guy, big. Um, he is a big fan of uh, Southern Gris, and he always goes down there. Um, he just had twins on accident, so I don't Oof. think he'll... As in, like, much. they were birthing what they thought was one and two came out? Uh, he had an accident. Oh. And it wound up being twins. Oof. He is a fantastic guy and a great dad, and he lives in Illinois, so he always just drive out here. Yeah. He, he worked uh, right up by uh, Shamrocks on the okay. other side. Well, actually, further up, so that's why we'd come here. We'd come down Mid-Rivers. I'm sure he will love and cherish those children like no other, but fuck, that sucks. <laughs> Me and you are both in the same boat. We, we don't have kids. We do not. We have pets. <laughs> yeah. And I get tired of them sometimes, and they're easy. <laughs> Dude, I don't know. How, I don't know. So, uh, I don't know. How, I don't, this is not exactly, like, the biggest, best topic, but uh, my parents had to put their dog down. Wow. 17 years. Damn. Can you imagine putting, your, you know, like, mini down? Well, I mean, my cat's 18. Dude, I don't, I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. You know, like, I, I'm going to deal with it better. I will ball like a baby. I'm going to deal with it better. I'm going to have to put my wife in an institution for, like, a week with <laughs> with a with a, uh, a therapist to try to get through it. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to do. I really don't. Yeah. I don't even want to think about that. That 17 sucks. years. That's a long time to have, have a, an animal. Yeah, you have a cat that hates everybody. That <laughs> She likes me. I know. Well, that's, that, that's going to make it worse <laughs> for you. Somehow she's put up with me for 18 years. Yeah. <laughs> and, I, I mean... I love I love my animals and I was talking today. Me and Kelly went out and did happy hour. I said, "Do you how how do you want to deal with it? Do you want to get another dog before yeah. one passes, 
Because we have a 13 and a, or we have a 12 and 11 year old. And you have bigger dogs, right? Yeah, so they're, they're bigger. Their life so expectancy is they're a little shorter. Yeah, yeah. yeah, shorter. So we're getting toward the end. What did you decide? Bring a fresh dog in? She said no. Yeah. But I think if I, 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 I don't want a puppy. Because I want, I don't want to potty train. I sure. want, I want to adopt because there's so many dogs out there. Yeah, I'm a pit bull guy. I want a pit bull really Man, bad. Man, Lynn really wants a, a a pit bull or a bulldog so bad. I don't want to. I don't want a bulldog because I I always wanted a bulldog, but they have so many health problems. Uh. Pit bulls get put out there, even if they're not angry, if they're not, you know, they've not been in dog fighting. They get put out there as very dangerous animals, yeah. and they're really not. No, not if. Not if they have good. So I think owners. I want to. I think I want to adopt a pit. Nice. There's plenty of pit bull shelters that will be yes. happy to give you a dog. I'm sure. The three worst things in the history of the world all start with the letter H: Hitler, Holocaust, and hangovers. America took care of the first two, and the scientists at Morning Recovery have taken care of the third. Hangovers can be a thing of the past. It's not magic. It's science. They took taurine and milk thistle and enough vitamin B to cure a hangover and combine them to make a modern-day elixir to make hangovers a thing of the past. This has been tried and tested by the guys here at the Brews Room, and if we didn't believe it, we wouldn't talk about it. Give it a shot next time you're going on a bender, and wake up feeling new and refreshed the next morning. Remember, tomorrow starts tonight. Do we have uh, any beer news this week? There's not much going on, man. Uh, the biggest thing is that PBR won their fight against mm-hmm. Miller Coors, so we will not be out of PBR anytime soon. Which I uh, predicted. Yeah. Against Jeff. And Jeff was very he was on the other side. Yeah. And uh, I and it, because no one's gonna give up on that brand. No. If somehow something would have happened with Miller winning that argument and being able to stop brewing that, uh, Anheuser would have fucking lapped that exactly. up quick. That's Somebody, exactly what I said. We weren't gonna lose PBR. Um but we're definitely not going to lose it now. I know we've talked about this before, but why doesn't PBR have a larger brewery to themselves? I don't know. That's a good question. I know, you know, when they had that big Russian investment a mm-hmm. handful of years ago, that shifted brewing kind of uh, to a lot of other places. I don't know if they sold their original brewery. If you go up, um, I forget what whatever the city they were based in, they used to have like four city blocks property, kind of like, really? yeah. yeah. And uh, now it's been, there's like nothing there anymore. People really got pissed off about it. Oh, you know, yeah. Blueberry Hill was in St. Louis was the biggest PBR account, and they really? cut them off tap because of the Russian thing, um, which is weird. Really? Yeah. They were that mad about it? Yeah. Because they weren't American-owned anymore. I just don't get worked man. up about that shit anymore, yeah. man. <laughs> like I get, I, like, if it's a craft brewery. You're talking about PBR. It's a fucking American lager. It's been around for 100 years. I don't know. I... If you go That's back, a silly one to get you, mad about, I think. If you go back, what was it, two weeks ago, we had Steve on from Lagunitas. Yeah. And, and if you go back and listen to that story about, I mean, and, and Jeff was the biggest one that said, Lagunitas will never sell out. There's no fucking way. And then all of a sudden he sold out for yeah. $500 million. And then he sold out again for $500 million. Yeah. But you know Everybody's what, Lag- price, is the same way. And I don't, I don't blame them. I don't blame, I, I've always been on that side. Yeah. That even the ones that are bought by InBev, I don't blame them for doing it because they're getting paid. They built something up from tens of thousands of dollars. This is a fucking business. I will say it every millions time. and millions and millions yeah. of dollars. Let Does it hurt it. a little bit? Sure. Sure. Does it mean I'm going to support them less? Probably a little bit. Sure. If I see a space dust and that's the only thing that I see on draft, 
I'll fucking drink it. Yeah. Because it's a good beer. <laughs> Speaking of space stuff, so I don't know if I talked about this, but over Thanksgiving, we had uh, dinner at my in-laws, and my mother-in-law and father-in-law, they're awesome. They, uh, they're some of the nicest people I've ever met in my life, and I couldn't ask for, for better in-laws, honestly. And uh, went over, and Lynn, my wife, was like, hey, my mom and dad bought you a mix of six-pack when they were at the store the other day. Uh, for Thanksgiving. Sweet. I'm like, man, that's a really awesome idea. Could you guess any of them that we're going to be in there? <laughs> Jeff and I were playing this game. I was texting him. I don't remember where he was, but I'm like, okay, there's a mix of six. And they told me it was, uh, or Lynn had said she, said she thought it was three IPAs and three stouts. They're on the right track. Yeah. I mean, that's what I drink. Yeah. Uh, mostly. And I'm like, okay. And I'm just picturing like they were at Schnooks or Deerberg's on the end cap with the mix of six bottles. Like, Going through, like, what could possibly be on there? Like, it's all kind of more generic stuff. Sure. And we got a couple of them right. Uh, Space Dust was one that I missed that I should have gotten. Um, and I don't remember what the, all of them were. There was a Lagunitas IPA and um, I think, like, Sierra Nevada Pale Ale or something. Either way, it was it was really nice of them. Um, but it was funny. Like, they were all beer. They, they drank beer, but not. They're not super crafty. They, yeah. they they'll come up here and try stuff with me, but at home they pretty much stick to whatever their sure. you know their normal white loggers are or whatever. But it was a really nice sentiment, and I appreciate it. It was just funny that Jeff and I we picked six that we thought were definitely going to be in there, and uh, we got two or three out of the six correct. Um, but I mean that's just showing you, know, you were talking about, like. Older people that were not into craft, like being able and going in and supporting businesses, but they did buy <laughs> Lagunitas and Elysian and um, uh, Goose Island. There was a goose beer in there, you know. So like, sure, most of that mix of six was all not technically craft stuff anymore. Right. Um, but they don't know any better, so that's what they bought because that's what was advertised. I I mean, and we always do a year in review. Uh, at the end of the year, which I can't wait for that because this year's been we've 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 done a full year of shows, yeah, and there's a lot that's gone on this year, and I th I'm excited to see what and actually part of my uh, drink it or sing it this year or this week is a question about next year, and it's this year has been so much there's been a lot of controversy, yeah, there's been a lot of change. We we also predicted last year that we would start to see that decline in breweries, which we have not. We've only gone up a lot, and we're supposed to see a lot more next year. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see what uh, 2019 brings us. It's going to be very interesting with the market and how many breweries we end up up over the year because I really feel like next year is going to be that tipping point where – we're going to start dropping off again. They're predicting to be over 10,000 breweries next year. 9,000. 9,000? 9,000, yeah. I don't know that I don't know that we'll hit 9,000 uh before breweries just start shutting the doors like crazy. Do you think that we'll see any more uh any more um what's the fucking big brewery that dropped out this year that opened the brewery um that didn't make it open? Um, in St. Louis? No. Um, I should know this off the top of my head. 
they did fuck they they said they were going to open a brewery and then they, they oh um alpine uh, not alpine uh, uh green flash green flash so yes, alpine you. was part of them yes, yeah yes do are we going to have another green flash this year so will we have i feel like or you know what i can i honestly tell you what i think i yeah. think that we'll get one of those inbev own breweries that are going to go away i think that 10 barrel elysian one of them has overexpanded because, and, and maybe it's just in, in my personal experience that they're not. We don't see those around yeah. here anymore. Man. I don't know that they'll and fold. I, I think that maybe they'll cut distro pretty significantly uh, in some markets that aren't doing well. So I'm gonna guess that there are states that they're in that are just bombing, and I bet they just. I bet some of those bigger Anheuser craft owned breweries are gonna pull out of some markets. It's, did you know there's a brewery, new brewery, open up in um, O'Fallon? Uh, yeah, I, I heard about it. Yeah, Panacore, Porticore. Yeah, in the old uh, Llewellyn's building, they bought uh, they bought that, and they're doing demo right now. And they're yeah. Uh, I was talking to somebody in here tonight that was friends with the owners, and they said they're hoping to be open uh, around February. That's great. I think the I, I love to see that. I love to see it, and I and I hope that the other breweries uh, that are local to us that that team up with them and and get. You know, some distro with them. They, uh, I'm a little worried. The the guy that was in here said he's like, I. It was just a couple guys that homebrewed and a few times, and then wanted to open a brewery. Like, I hope that's not necessarily the case. That they only, you know, they brewed a handful of times, and then that was it. Uh, you know, because that's not the type of business that's going to sustain. If you know, if they don't know how to brew beer, but. It's a cool location. I think uh, being in a neighborhood like that would be could be really neat for them. Uh, so we'll see in a few months what happens. But I, you know, there's. I'm gonna still be honest. I hate I hate that location, but everybody goes out to see breweries, which I really yeah. like. There, there's there's no brewery really that you would see that you drive by that gets walking traffic. Like, you know, I mean, even you take Exit Six that that people are driving by all the time. No one's no one's going by four hands. No one's going by second shift. No one's going by civil life. You have to you have to find your way through. Their destinations. Yes. Yeah. You, they're destinations, and you, and you and you got to go and search search them out just a little bit uh, to enjoy them. Yeah. That that location in Winghaven there. I don't think it was a great space for a restaurant. Um. They had a good, decent craft beer selection. I'm, I'm interested to see how a brewery does there. I don't know. You know, we we talked about the hyper localization of breweries. I think that's a good way to start. Uh, nice. Oh. I was hoping that uh, you found one of these out there. What it looked like a big bad Baptist. Just Batista. Big yeah. bad Batista. It, it's uh, weird how I, it's weird how I just see the part of the label and see that. Hey, Jeff's here. Hey, Jeff. Hey, guys. How are you? How's your trip? Great. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Had a good time. I can't say enough how much fun we had this week. Good. It was so fucking good. Good, good. Uh, we just opened that, a new pour, beer, by the way. Pour that beer and let us know what you think. This is 42 North's Oatmeal um, Cookie Beer. This is Greg. Greg, Greg brought, brought this, this right? in for yeah. us because we do an iced oatmeal cookie beer here, and he said, I thought you guys were the only ones that ever have done this style of beer. He'd never seen it before. 42 North is a brewery. He brings back a lot of stuff for us and makes some really good beer. So I was excited to try this. Um, First thought is it it's thin, and I get cracked. I would vote so that we're obviously not the only brewery that does one, but good judging by the smell, we're the best. 
It I, smells like crackers, like saltines. <laughs> You're weirdly right about that. Um, I would say that our our oatmeal cookie beer leans a little on the thinner side too. It's a you know it's a lower ABV uh, between an amber and a brown. Uh, our beer blows this one out of the water. Yes, absolutely. I do get a little bit of cinnamon at the end, but uh, also actually, you know what? I mean, honestly, like if you were what kind of what's the brewery? Forty two North. They're out obviously of, a smaller uh, New brewery. York. Probably. Probably. Um, for a smaller brewery that is probably just doing this one of the first times, it's 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 an okay beer. Second okay. sip, I like it a lot better. It, it does put it this together. This says raisins, vanilla, molasses, and cinnamon. I get I all was, of that. I get, yeah. Really? Yeah. This is one I'm going to let sit for a minute and warm up. I think this is going to be a lot better as it uh, warms. Um, we have another beer from them also coming up next. So Jeff, we'll we've see. had fun on the show since uh, you were gone. Yeah, were you and, able to keep them entertained without me? Yeah. Good. But we have, we've had lots of I questions. Was, I was here, so. I knew I, you could. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Me and Justin put it together well. Yeah. Uh, but th- I wish you were here for lots the the questions that we had. Because, that's a good conversation. Yeah. Uh, Who had questions? Justin did or the listeners? Fuck yourself. We're not making fun of people. Oh, just, no, I'm yeah. not making fun. No. I mean, was it was it something that you guys did or did yeah. somebody Give have a specific? 2019. Because we always do the year in review. And I said, I'm really looking forward to the year in review because we always do something fun. And we always try to predict. And this year was Brute, I think, was the biggest. Talking about what what's um, what do you think next year's big style is going to be? Do you have a prediction? Something that's coming out I hate now-ish. Brute, by the way. Do you guys like Brute? Um, if you want to drink the best Brute IPA, drink the Maplewood. Um, is it? Mega Dry? Because it's not a Brute yet. IPA, but it's listed as one, and it's delicious. It's an apricot Northeast IPA with champagne yeast, and it's... Is really good. So two years ago we had Northeast, right? Yeah. This year we had Brute. I I don't know anything else that we would say that would be the biggest new trend. I don't know what else. I think low ABV uh, beers are going to be trendy next year. I think we said that last year. Yeah, we said Pilsners and Session beers. I I would. I'm interested to see what will. I think we were right though. I think Pils were and Lagers were really popular this year. Yeah, uh, forgive me with my constant cough and whatnot. I've been off the plane exactly 28 minutes, so it's been a... a Did John just drop you and run? Yeah. Oh. Hmm. He's going to bed. If I was him, I would have came in and drank some beer. That's what I thought. Jeff, do you have an idea of what, stuff what, what you think will be the new trend? Anything that's out there that you think? I don't have anything yet. That you, no, that, I really don't, cause, outside of bird IPAs. Because normally people like dabble, like breweries dabble... Into it before it really makes it big and it makes it a big trend. Like we had small samples of brewed IPAs, maybe even at the beginning of the be- of the year, and then we went. You know what ever, everyone ever, in Denver's everybody. doing? Like four fucking breweries that we went there had a plum beer on. Really, a lot of plums are being used in Denver right I now. I like plum. Uh, another thing that we just learned uh, is is a thing that they do in Denver is shots. But they'll pour like five ounce Riz glasses, and it's like, all right, cheers. Really, several different breweries were doing that as well. Hmm. Did you get to see Mr. Jake Snyder very much? Uh, yeah, yeah, a little bit, not uh, as much as I thought. Um, we hung out with him Saturday night for the concert. Uh, we went and saw uh, Red City Radio, which 
is such a fucking cool band. Yeah. Oh my god, they were amazing. Just so good live and uh yeah, if you don't know Red City Radio, fuck you. You should because they're awesome. Uh but yeah, we hung out with him there. Uh that this venue was really cool. Kind of two levels. We got there early cuz Jake wanted to see the opening act. In Denver uh, or yeah. in Fort Collins? Denver. Okay. And uh so we were like fourth or fifth in line. So we got the the best seats in the house, which was nice. But uh the the beer pricing there, it was nine dollars for a twelve ounce Odell IPA and eight dollars for a PBR sixteen ounce can. Fuck. Jake was buying my beers for him. We had a tab of seventy two hundred and seventy two dollars. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> Unbelievable. Then we had pizza right outside. They were selling pizza by the slice. Uh, there in the the venue, and that pizza was awesome. Uh, I had that one twice. That was cool. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ooh, I had nine IPAs at the concert. Yeah, <laughs> and then we went across the street to drink some more. It's a fun time. <laughs> uh, I think I broke my cousin or my niece. Uh, you know, we went there to see her. Uh, her and her fiance. They invited us to stay in their apartment with them and. Uh, we did. We we landed in Denver around 10.30, and they took us out. Uh, I went to Star Bar, which sucked. Star Bar is awesome. It's, it's, but it's it's gotten way worse, man. Last, really? Last, it sucked. The last I two love time, Star the Bar. The last two times I've been. Me too. We were all in agreement that we all love Star Bar. Yeah. That was four years ago. I've, we not, went, ha- I've not had a decent time there in the last two years. No we shit. went there this year, and they had, they had a live band playing inside. Inside? Yeah, so it was assholes to elbows. You couldn't walk. Ugh. And there were a lot of Blues fans there because the Blues had played the Avs that night mm-hmm. and won. So, like, the band was giving anybody wearing blue shit hell. You know, fucking Blues fans spilling your beer, come in here, you win, and then you act like assholes, and, you know, just shit like that. So we went out back where it was a little, you know, like where we watched the game. Yeah. Uh, much less crowded out there. And I, I was telling Lauren and Allie, I'm like, uh, Last time I was in this bar, these couches where they are, they were going this way against the wall, and we sat here, we laid down on the couches because we were the only ones here, and we watched the World Cup World game. World Cup game, it was yeah. fucking awesome. I bartender remember goes, you telling us about that, yeah. Bartender goes, no, you didn't. What? It's, nah, that was somewhere else. Yeah, we have never had that lined up like this here. I said, the fuck you didn't, man. <laughs> I said, I was here. I, we, we watched the game. I remember. And he's like, I don't know where you were, but that was not here. Like fuck, man. All right, if you say so. Cool. So yep. I walked away and I sit down. Where and the four of us are at a table, and I'm like, "The fuck, it wasn't." So I go through my phone. Did you find the photos of it? Damn right, I did. <laughs> With Starbar right there in the on the in the background, the one that Lynn took. It was on her Facebook page. I walk I walk in front of the line of people. I go, "Here you go, pal." And he goes, "Huh? Well, all right, you win." That's <laughs> a douche, man. A complete dick. That wasn't the uh, the majority of, uh, of your experience in Denver, though, right? You no, had a that's great the time. only experience yeah. like that. Did in you get Denver. to go to the new Odell bar? Yeah, how sure was did. it? It's nice. It's just a bar. Yeah, yeah. It's nothing special, they have. but did it's go, very nice. Did you go to the brewery next door to it? The neighbors' one. Our mutual what? friends. Yeah. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's across the street and up a block. I love our, our mutual, mutual friend friends. Is awesome. Yeah. We were there four years ago, right after they the open. are light years different than when we were there. Oh, they're big now. For starters, you can't look. You, do you remember when you walked in, you could like look back into the brewery and see all the way back to 
Yeah, because there was nothing except a small yeah. counter for checkout, yeah. and the rest no, of it was not it wide anymore. open. It's all fermenters and tanks yeah. there now. I know those guys have gone yeah, gotten we, really popular. We were there, there, and there was there wasn't much there. We had a very good experience as far as the bartenders go. The beer was okay, um, but there was a lot of douchebags there. On there a were a lot really? of douchebags here. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday afternoon, it was a lot of douchebags. The the bartenders were a little bit of douchebaggy too. Until, no shit. Yeah. Then older guy. No. Younger than me. Uh, You're 60? We started talking a little bit <laughs> to him, and then once he realized we were industry, he kind of changed his tune a little bit, but yeah. not much. Suck. Yeah, it does. Okay, let me uh, ask But you one this. of the best beers I had this weekend was there. They had a... Uh, fuck. Lauren, what was that sour from our mutual friends? It wasn't the cherry. Fruit is sour. Passion fruit mango sour. Okay. That beer was real good. Really, really good. So let me ask you this. So we had the, a very similar experience when we were in Austin, and we went through. So when and I think we all kind of travel the same way is that when you go to a, a different city, you go. We're all foodies. We all love craft beer. So you walk around and you see new places. You see new bars. You see new restaurants. You see new breweries. So about probably the fifth bar that we went to, I said, "Hey," and, and it brought up. There's like industry terms that you use that people get. And the person said, Oh, your industry? I didn't know that. And then all of a sudden, they cut like a quarter of our bill off. So I was like, Oh, fuck. You know, like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm here to spend money, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna be cheap. I'm, I'm spending whatever I can. But if I have to mention that I'm in the industry and I know what the fuck I'm talking about, Maybe I'll I, say I was actually going to bring this up. Maybe, funny I'll, say, that you maybe I'll say, say eighty six something. I don't <laughs> you know? want. I hope that the service doesn't change between industry versus non industry people. You know, if they want to hook you up and buy you a beer or something because your industry, that's fine. But I hate it when you're getting crappy service and then all of a sudden the the tune changes when they find out. I had that happen to me a couple of that's times. So this shitty, week. like just a couple be, of times. Just be good to people. And I got be a extra lot. nice to people that are dealing with the same shit that you're dealing with. I got a lot of shitty service this weekend. Yeah. And then, you know, because I try not to be that guy that, oh, I own a brewery in St. Louis, blah, blah, blah. You know, I try not to. If it comes up, it comes up. That's fine. But I don't go out of my way to do it. The service was so bad the first few bars we went to. I started to just drop keywords, like yeah. you said, a little bit just to see what would happen. And sure as shit, man, a couple of them, they changed their tune real fast. Yeah. Uh, you need to hard pour this beer. By the way, uh, are you sure? Yeah, it's nitro. I don't think so. <sighs> Read the. It, I'm 100 percent positive. No, what's the name of the beer? Yeah, but it's not an actual nitro beer. It. Okay. Look. Look at it. Just read the side of the can. I know, but this is not. another 42 North beer. This is I'm, just I'm called sorry, it's, nitro. It's, it's, it's a not, coffee porter. But it's from New York. It's not nitro. Actual nitro beer. <laughs> what does that it's mean? Just, it's just from New York. It's not an actual nitro beer. No, it is. Well, look. I see what you're showing me. Either way, I really liked the uh, 42 North oatmeal cookie a little where, more. Where it says here on the side, flip, pour straight, we'll, wait. We'll, we'll I, pour it and look at it. I think that means nitro. No, you can tell how thin it is that it's not. Yeah, that's not yeah, a nitro beer. It's a very short cascade. There's no nitro in it, but I hate to say it. <laughs> that's all carbon. One bird we had a lot of fun at was at uh, Spangalang. That's where I was uh, messaging you. Black Betty. 
That's what I kept saying too. I couldn't remember the name of it. I kept <coughs> saying that out loud actually at the bar. I go, whoa, Black Betty, Spang a Lang. <laughs> but they were they this were some of those guys. Awesome. It beers. This is good. That the attitude changed once they realized the industry. Yeah. And uh, but once they did know, and, and they were really fucking cool. Like uh, one of their other regulars was there pouring a beer. He had brought one in to share with everybody, and they shared it with us. Uh, that's where that was the first bar that they poured us all of the uh, night or the imperial shot, imperial stout shots. Uh, they actually invited us back down to nice. uh, uh, do a collaboration with them. Dude, that would be so cool. I, I would love to see you guys reach out and and actually, you know. Even if it's just a really small brewery, I think. It, I mean, and, and I, I mean, you see Second Shift do it. You see Four Hands do it. I think you guys going out and just doing a very small brewery, and I, I think that actually impacts the community more because you get to see in Denver someone from St. Louis say, "Okay, you know what? I think you're doing a good enough job that we actually want to collaborate and and blend our names together." Same thing when you guys come, when people come here. I always wondered why. I feel like St. Louis, and because if you're in Colorado, especially when we're out there, all and Chicago too now, like everybody collaborates with each other. Every brewery you go to has, seems like it had a beer on with, they did with somebody else local. You don't see that in St. Louis, man. Like that's one thing. I think we have a great beer scene, and I think the people that work in the industry here are awesome. But I don't see a lot of collaborative efforts between breweries in St. Louis. And I think it's sad because we have a lot of great minds for brewing in this town. And I think, you know, getting together and sitting down with another person that thinks about beer differently than you do. could. Speaking of uh, St. Louis Brewers, we spent probably two hours with Ryan Landolt today. Ah, oh, dude, what a great guy. Getting the, the VIP uh, of Crooked Stave. Oh, no shit. That you was know. really cool. It's yeah. just Lauren, me, and him. And he just took us to every single room that they have, which is weird. I say every one, room. One, one, brewery. one room. Yeah, he's like Crooked Stave. I said Crooked oh, did Stave. you say Crooked? I, I missed it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one room is about the size of the, this entire, our entire location Are they here. still in the, uh, that plaza area? Uh, that's their, that's their tasting room. Yeah. Where we went today, they don't have a tasting room. This was oh, just really? their brewery, their okay. production side. That's uh, where they have all the, like. Butchers and cheese yeah. people and it's wine. a really cool yeah. space, dude. I we actually it. had dinner there today. Yeah. There was nice. a, a Mexican food place so right good. there, and it was delicious. Yeah, Wait, Lauren had a uh, uh, jalapeno pineapple margarita. Hmm. That sounds it's good. Fucking awesome. <laughs> frozen or not frozen? Not frozen. What are we? Come on, savages. Hmm. <laughs> so anyway, Kirk but that uh, it, it was just really neat to see how. They do it because, like I said, their their brewery. I walked in and it was about the size of this room that we're in right now, and I couldn't believe that how how small they were. Yeah, and uh, I was looking around. I'm like, I see all the all the oak. Where's your stainless? He goes, Oh, that's in the other room. I go, Oh, okay. So this this isn't all that I see right here. So he kind of chuckles. He's like, Not exactly. There's He's just like, funk everywhere. Uh, there's just <laughs> there's just there's this fucking wild yeast and shit flying Probably. everywhere. He said that. Uh, <laughs> Every time a new location opens up in their building, they just buy it. They just immediately go to the landlord and say, we want it. So they oh, own they, six of their... Are they in like a warehouse space? Yeah, basically. Yeah. But it's not... It's more like this building here. Okay. And each time they get another another spot on it. But it's in a shit part of Denver. It's a very unassuming building. Uh, but inside was really, really cool. They have... Okay, so you know how like uh, on most commercial breweries, you, 
been out there. You walk up to the top, you got your your control panel, the boil kettle, and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. They got a thirty hectoliter cool ship. Fuck. Up top. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and they put wood planks uh, uh, on the ceiling above it. Like the wood planks are so close, I couldn't stand up there. Really? All right. Lauren could. Ryan could. I could not. So they just so. leave the planks up there to collect yeast. Yeah. That's awesome. So they just the planks are there to to gather. They'll put. Uh, they're Belgians up there and let the yeast fall down. They don't pitch them. They don't do anything. Nice. 100% natural. That's really cool. That's uh, really they cool. do it while it's hot, so the steam goes up and opens up the pores of that wood, and the yeast just strips down. Uh, he said that they will also, because of the way that the cool ship works, they actually will put their IPAs in there and use it as a hop back or a, uh, a hop rocket because there's like, so the pipe comes up, goes into this cool ship, and then there's this giant netting but metal okay. box. All right. That's there to catch. It's super fine. Uh, catch all any any particulates that are in the, that beer. Mm-hmm. Well, they fill that with hops. I then pump their IPA up in there. Use that to, like I said, as a, uh, what's the word? They're not worried about yeast falling off the planks? Into- they clean it, and it's getting pumped right back into stainless before it ever has a chance to cool. Oh, I see. Like during boil. They're recirculating right. the boil onto they, the... They'll bring the boil out, put it into the yeah. cool ship with the hop rocket there. Gotcha. And then run it through their plate chiller into the fermenter. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> That's a really clever use of space, I think. Like, and like I said, it was up you know, 10 feet in the air. So Ryan was the uh, head brewer for Ferguson. Yeah. And then he left and went to Friendship just for a little bit. And then he moved out to denver and i was so excited people think that we look alike which i kind of think we do as a little bit as we put pictures next to each other but i was like hey man i'm so excited to see you i sent him a message and he was like as long as you're not there august 21st through 25th i'll see you then and i was going to be there august 21st through 25th oh that sucks (laughs) but uh crooked state we went we went and saw that building that we were, you guys are talking about so it's a it's a where the source is what the they source, call it. Yeah. that's it it's yeah. a warehouse basically it's and like they, a big co-op space it's a co-op yeah that's yeah. A, yeah that's the right way to put it uh but they have all these they have a restaurant they have uh um, yeah, cheese a maker bar, and a cheese maker. butcher it's the awesome che- so many, all those were still there too yeah. yeah me and kelly are cheese people so like we love to go and and, and try different cheeses and it, it's kind of weird that we spend money on cheese like we do beer so like it, it I, I will it spend money on cheese. It doesn't matter if it's expensive or not. We we love to try those. Anytime things. we go to the farmers market downtown, I will come home with like forty dollars worth of cheese. Yeah. It's so we did good. not go to look at the cheese. We didn't have time. <laughs> we had to hit the 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 shop and then Epic to pick up these bottles to bring here and then head to the airport. Did you drink anything at Epic while you were there? Yes. Yeah. Uh, we were at Epic twice. It's the only brewery we went so to good. twice. Yeah. yeah. Epic's so great. Because uh, on Saturday, you know, I was I was starting I started the story earlier uh, about my niece. Saturday, so Friday night we went out. Everything closes at two in Denver, hundred percent everything. Uh, so we, we went to Star Bar, and then they're like, "Oh, I got to take you to this other place that we love. It's called One Up." Like, uh, I've been, yeah, there. been a One Up, yeah. yeah. Jeff sent us so. a, a snap of the Mad Dog behind the counter. That yeah. <laughs> uh, so we did that on Friday night when we got into town. It was no big deal. Went back to their apartment, went to bed. Um, Saturday, we woke up. They cooked us biscuits and gravy. They made breakfast for us. And then nice. we we went out and hit the town in their 
area. So they live in Rhino. Oh, it's nice. They, yeah, yeah. They they live walking distance to Crooked Stave. Yeah. Okay. The, the, nice. From the source. Yeah. All right. Uh, so that's where we hung out. And that so we hit, you know, uh, our mutual friends and Ratio and Epic and all these other breweries. Did you go to River North? We did not. No. I was uh, at River North last time we were there. Yeah. I really, really wanted really to, good. but I liked them a lot when we were there. We ended up not hitting there for for whatever reason. Uh, so we did all that, and then we went to oh, we hit Odell, and then we went to the concert. Odell has a a new brewery in Denver now. Yes, oh, tasting okay. room. I mean, but it's a smaller. They have a smaller brewery there, right? It's a yeah. ten barrel. Yeah. If I had to guess, ten. I think yeah. it's ten. Yeah. Okay, just for that location. Yes. So you get to try so, a bunch of shit that we don't get here. They had they had two menus there. Rhino only. And Odell beers. Nice. The, the new That's beer cool. that we're getting ready to have, uh, the the year round sour, um, sipping pretty, sipping pretty. It came from right on. They they've basically tried that out. That's cool. At, at that brewery. So yeah, I had a couple of IPAs there that they haven't produced anywhere else, and a couple of sours, and they were all really good. It's good beer. Odell just makes great stuff. So sure. But then we went to the concert, and uh, we were going to go out and meet up with the bands after the show, and Allie's like. Nah, I, I, I got to go home. I'm done. <laughs> All right, I understand. We've been drinking 10 hours at this point. She was done. I'm like, you know, I figured you're 23. Come on. But no, she was done. Uh, we wake up the next morning and she's like, uh, we can go get breakfast. But I spent all night throwing up, so I don't think I'm going to go out today. <laughs> so Lauren and I just spent all day Sunday, just the two of us. Uh, nice. Yeah, Did it was you great. say to her, mama didn't raise no bitch at all? I didn't, <laughs> but she knew. Okay. She was Good. letting Jeff and Lauren stay there for free. Good. You're but not going to give her I mean, too I, much. And shit not about only it. that, they they live in a one bedroom apartment, like oh, so really okay. really tiny. And they gave us their bedroom, and oh, they slept on an air mattress nice. out front. Wow, that was really nice. Of Very them. nice. And I kept telling them, "Don't bother. Don't do that. Don't do that." And they're like, "Well, this way we can contain our cat." I'm like, "Oh, fucking cat." <laughs> so when you ra- when you slept in their bed, did you say, "Hey, Mama didn't raise no bitch"? Yes, twice. Okay. Good. Uh, you said that? You said bitch? I said bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I said bitch. <laughs> Need an awesome gift idea for a loved one, friend, or just something cool for yourself? Check out our friends at Barrel Age Bottle Openers. Handcrafted from reclaimed oak barrels, Barrel Age Bottle Openers are what every craft beer drinker in your life needs. With a magnet built in and a no-crease post, you can save those cool bottle caps for that sweet Pinterest project, or at least not lose it on the floor under the stove. Stop by Facebook.com slash barrel-aged-bottles-openers to check out some examples. These bottle openers are custom-made to order, so they make great gifts for birthdays, wedding parties, or anything in between. Once again, that's Facebook.com slash barrel-aged-bottle-openers. Um, so, yeah, we started. We went out again on Sunday. We went and had brunch. Um, Lauren had a Bloody Mary with, with brunch. We were the only, she was the only one that drank. But then Connor and Allie, they were they're like, I'm going to go home. We're going to eat an edible and watch football and just melt into the couch. Nice. <laughs> right on. More power to you. We're going to go out. And I'm like, don't feel obligated to entertain us. We can do yeah. this on our own. We do this. And they're like, you guys are really going to go out drinking again? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, we don't leave till tomorrow. <laughs> That's what we do. <laughs> so we went out till 2 a.m. again. Uh, oh, well, that, at this point, I said, hey, you have to work Monday today. I said, we're going to give you your bed back, and I'm just going to get a hotel for tonight. And they're like, are you sure? Like, never once did they go, no, don't do that. Sure. They were ready. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I said, yeah, I'm 100% positive. They're like, 
thanks. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, at that point, we went and checked into a hotel, Hot and then we just we started walking. We went to uh, Jagged Mountain, and these two lesbian bartenders were they had they were having none of it. They were not fun. No, we had one beer. None there. of you. Yeah. 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 <laughs> They were the ones that. Uh, There's some days I'm not having you either. So I sent I, you I get it. <laughs> pictures of the menu. Yeah. The 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 beer tied the room together and yeah. uh, whatever that other one was. That was Spangling, I thought. No, no, that was Jagged Mountain. Mountain. Oh, yeah. okay. And then they had a Japanese saison, and I'm like, "What makes it Japanese?" She goes, "Nothing." I'm like, "Okay." Oh, it had to be. I'm getting there. <laughs> she goes, "There's just." A bunch of additions to it that are kind, that kind of make it like that. And I'm like, all right, what is what right. are they? She goes, well, there's 20 yeah. of them, and she rattles them all off off the top of her head. Oh shit! And it was like four different kinds of rice went into the mash, and then uh, shiitake mushrooms and uzu fruit and yuzu fruits, and just like if it sounds Japanese, it was they in put this it beer. In there. Yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> Uh, so we left there and we went to a, a, a Woods Boss, which was fucking awesome. Woods Boss is cool as hell. They've only been open 16 months. Uh, but was that the metal bar or metal brewery? No, no. This was, you know what, though? We we oh, were talking every love that brewery. brewery in Collinsville, or in Collinsville, Jesus. Colorado. In Colorado plays punk music. Yeah. Every single one. We went to lunch at a place today, which I was a little disappointed in, but it wasn't bad. It was called Illegal Pete's. You have your glass so that yeah, you can finish, so I'm giving you another one. Illegal Pete's? Illegal Pete's. Right. We were told that Denver's known for their uh, Mexican food, so we wanted Mexican. And if it's got illegal in the title, I figure it's probably a good Mexican place. <laughs> oh, okay, I get it now. Racist. Yeah. Turns out <laughs> it's just Moe's, but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but a little, but higher quality. Southwest the food was good. <laughs> the food was good. Uh, I forgot where I was going with this story. You were just talking about being out at Jagged Mountain and then going to everyone played oh. punk music. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so when we were at uh, our mutual friends the day Travis before, Travis has been to uh, Illegal Pete's. Apparently, he said that's all, they have awesome burritos. They do have awesome burritos there. <laughs> Travis is in uh, Amsterdam right yeah. now. So it's six a.m. there. Okay. Uh, so I, I'm leaving uh, our mutual friends on Saturday, and I had I had stopped at the dispensary. Shortly before that, and I was trying to get my stuff in order. Uh, this guy walks out to me, and I was wearing a blues hat. He goes, "Go blues!" I'm like, "Yeah, go blues!" You know, right on. He goes, "You uh, from St. Louis or what?" And I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, we, we just got in town." He's like, "We in for the game?" No, no, blah blah blah. Whatever he says. Uh, yeah, I just moved here about eight months ago. I'm from St. Louis, also. And he had three friends there, and he told us about this Woods Boss Brewery that he works at. He's like, "You got to come check it out." So we did, and man, their beer was really good. And it was a neat place, very cool. Yeah. All their, the the entire bar top, all their tables were all live edge wood and stuff like that. It was cool. The beer was very good, and so we're sitting there drinking, and this homeless guy. Denver's got a million homeless people, as yeah. we both all it's know. It's getting better though, by the way. Is it depends on where you go, dude? No, no. But I mean, I've been there. I mean, five years in a row. It's absolutely getting better. Yeah. You go to the heart of the homeless community, and that area, and you know where it is. You could smell it. Wo- from woods, a- woods, yeah. woods. Boss has. Tent City directly across the street from it. Yes. So, I mean, so, it's but you depends know on where you go. Star Bar, uh, if you go right down a few blocks from Star Bar, there is a ton of people that are homeless. 
and it is absolutely you you see a smaller community and I, it's really it's marijuana that's helping people out cuz they donated <laughs> like 2 million dollars yeah. last year just so, in tax money to help people they they're, they're starting to build structures that help you know small uh homes for the homeless community that that they get them off of the streets that's cool yeah so this homeless guy comes in and starts hitting us up for money while we're sitting at the bar and uh he's inside yeah nah and there's only like <laughs> i'm rule three in that a half a dozen people there and i don't i'm just i'm looking back at him and he starts talking with that the bartender walks up goes hey can i help you he goes no i'm just talking to this guy she goes but i'm the one that works here how can i help you he's like no no i'm gonna talk to him she goes no you talk to me i'm the one that works here come on come down here let's talk so she got him off us like immediately yeah hell of a job really great bartender i had the exact same experience in austin yeah, Austin has a big homeless. Exa- yeah. Oh, it's huge. Huge. Exact same as Denver. It's getting yeah. better, though. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what the size are compared to Denver to I Austin. Know. I bet Denver is much bigger, if I had to uh, guess. Uh, Denver seems like a weird place to stop because they have shitty winters. Like, if you're, you know, Austin, I get, like, it's going to yeah. be pretty warm most of the time. Like, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it, w- it was 40 degrees when we were there. I bet it was, I mean, the Holy aver- shit, guts dancing. Guts dancing. The average temperature is much higher. <laughs> yeah. Now, if I'm homeless, I'm picking fucking like Vegas or something. But how do you get there? I you fucking walk. I mean? How did they get to Denver? It's the same uh, way. I don't know. How do you get to Austin? They didn't have to in? cross yeah. the mountains. <laughs> That's <Yeah>. true. <laughs> you hitch a ride. Yeah. You get on. Uh, but you can't walk the highways because you get arrested. No, nah, you just find a. You get on Craigslist and, you know, maybe you got to blow a guy, but you get to get you 100 miles. <laughs> The rules of the road. Yeah. You follow the rules of the road. I have a few drink it or sink it. Do you guys want to do them? Yeah. I haven't done this in a long time. Uh, so drink it or sink Damn it. Factory. <laughs> uh, drink it means you like it. Sink it means you don't like it. And I started this really early in my day today and couldn't come up with very much stuff that I thought that either was controversial or was relevant. So uh, this is what I came up with. All right. Uh, uh, by the way, we opened this Beast Moans from um, Woodland Empire. It is fly-free, which is a bonus compared to the last beer from them that we had. Yeah. And it's pretty tasty. I really so like it. So good on them. Yeah. Thanks, Travis. Uh, good job keeping the flies out, guys. Uh, that nitro coffee porter was really good, too, by the way. I really like that. Un-nitro porter. Er, okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Sierra Nevada will bring the national uh, beer scene back together. Drink it or sink it. Sink it. Sink it. It's a, it's a one-off thing that they got everybody together. There's oh, 2, my 000, God, dude. There's 2,000 out of there is so, 6,000 breweries together. There is so much fucking just hate for the resilience thing online. Why? Why? Because people are complaining that all these hack breweries are using it to get their name out there. I'm like, fuck off. That is ridiculous. Like, people just legitimately want to help a cause. Like, you can't let... Like Kyle said, there's 2,000. You think that anybody's going to go, oh, hey, look at number 1904. Yeah. Look at those Like, look at all these shitty breweries that are making resilience. I'm like, fucking let them make the beer. If they're not a good brewery, who fucking cares? They're doing it out of the goodness of their hearts, honestly. No one is using this as a publicity stunt. Because nobody I, even I, knows I what breweries are doing it until you get on Sierra Nevada's website and it's just a, a thousand pages of. <laughs> I disagree that they're like, not using it as help to publicize their brewery. 
Maybe so, Ferguson. Well, that's not that's not what you said though. You said, "Will they bring nah. the national beer community together?" And I said, "No." No. Nah. Yes, they're I, doing I it for. It. I switched it. So I'm saying Ferguson is absolutely using it to help. Schlafly's doing bring, it. Forehands is doing bring it. Some notification to the brewery. Maybe, but right? ultimately. Now, nah, do you think anybody's going? Oh, I got to make sure I get up to Ferguson. They're doing that. Sierra Nevada beer. I bet. I, I bet people are going up there. If, but if you go, if you, you look at their it? Facebook posts or their whatever they're using to social media. Hey, we're doing this resilience beer. I bet it gets people into the brewery. They will go there because they go to Ferguson. Because they were already and, fans of the brewery. Yes. That's why they're already following their Facebook page or their Instagram, whatever. Yes. I don't think that it's a a quick money grab from breweries, but a lot of the stuff I was reading from people was saying the complete opposite that. Small breweries are just using this as a publicity and a quick money grab, and I think that's bullshit. I agree. All right. Uh, I'll do another beer one. Yeah. Uh, will we see more than 10,000 breweries in the U.S. in 2019? So we're projected as... No. We're projected as 9,000. Uh, Kyle and I kind of talked about this. What did we? Yes. On yeah, the we show did. earlier, mm-hmm. and I said... I believe we're going to hit a point. I think next year is going to be a, a tipping point where we have all of these new breweries that are opening, but there is equally as many breweries closing, and I think we hit a stagnation point on on saturation next year. It might be 2020, but I think next year is where we start to hit that, uh, that point. All right, so we'll go different. So uh, President Bush just died. Uh, in our lifetime, all of us, is President Clinton the best president that we've had in our <laughs> lifetime? No. No. Who is it? I don't know. <laughs> I'll say Obama. Yeah, it's probably Obama. You say Obama? So my argument was Obama. So that's that's interesting how we say that. It's it, He probably, uh, I don't know, he got a lot more people into politics that probably were never into politics before, and I think... The more people that understand what's happening in their government, with their government, and in their country is is better. So, so. when when I write these, I, a lot of time I, I, I sit at uh, my hometown bar, which is B Halls, and I sit there and I I throw it back and forth to the people that are there, the bartender, and they said, "What about Reagan?" And I said, "He was an actor, Star so, Wars. Yeah, <laughs> he did have Star Wars. Yeah." Um, so it kind of it kind of bounces back and forth, and, and you, and of course, you're not supposed to talk about politics at a bar, but it bounces back and forth, and I don't know who was better for our country other than Obama, but our country as a whole financially was not good. Greg says Reagan, so. and and I I believe that a lot of people that are my age and older would probably say that. Um, I don't know. That's such a hard thing to Reagan like. Reagan was terrible. That's such a he was an awful fucking president. He wasn't an awful president because he was awful. Do you know what he did? You mentioned Star Wars. Giant waste of money. He started the war on drugs. It was a losing fucking effort and a giant waste of money. He couldn't get elected today if he tried. He wasn't You're the one that right. started the war on drugs. First, yes, he was. He, he was. started the Just Say No, Nancy Reagan. But yeah, that's and he'd be too liberal to get elected to uh, to the Republican Party today. We should move on from politics. I agree. That's why I always bring it up, and you guys hate it. That's why I it's bring it up. It's because it's not a fun conversation. I know, but it's an, it's it, it brings conversation up. That's why I do it. Everybody else has agreed. Let's move on. What do you All got? Right. 
Uh, we only got... Uh, the only way to right. stop a shark with a okay. gun is a good shark with a gun. All right, so here's here's the, the, the professional sports. You have Major League Baseball. You have the NHL. You have the NFL. You NBA. have NBA. Yep. And you have MLS. Okay. So you have five Major League sports. The least athletic sports is the NBA. Sink it. Sink it. Baseball. Football. See, that's why it's fun. I, I, I think the NBA is much because they, they jog a lot. And it's a slightly heavier a walk. Lot, a, a, lot of people, a lot of people say baseball because, but you have to have more hand-eye coordination in baseball than any other sport. Maybe hockey is, is uh-huh. tied one and two. You think football is the least athletic? It's got to be the NBA. Uh, here's why. You can't tell me that uh, Steph Curry is less athletic than Refrigerator Perry was. Okay, the NFL is not like it used to be. Like linemen are still big, but there's don't they, they actually have like a weight limit now for for do line. They? I, I believe have no they idea do. If that's true. Yeah. I'm pretty sure that they they have a. If you weighed 700 pounds, you could probably play in the NFL. No, no. You couldn't. You get knocked over every time. Well, there's no <laughs> 700 pound people a, either. <laughs> yeah. There's Have you two. not watched TLC ever yeah, in your I life? I know, but they don't play in the NFL. <laughs> they can't breathe if they take a step. You can't say MLS because they have to run. No, those a guys run lot. forty miles a game. Yes, it's two full you marathons. It's a scientific MLB, fact. MLB, they stay, they stay, like they're in their spots for a lot of time. But their hand-eye coordination. Basketball players are running. They're non-stop. not running. They're, they're not jogging, running. walking, not. whatever. They don't have subs in ba- basketball nearly as yes, much. Yes, they do. Nearly as much as in like other sports. Like MLS has two. The guys are playing a lot of the game. It's baseball. It's not baseball. It's baseball. Because Hit, it's hitting a round ball with a round yeah. bat with a half a second time frame. Yes, it takes. It's an incredible feat. I understand. It is that. arguably the most difficult thing in all sports. It's not that I'm not saying. It, but it, you can't look at Pudge Rodriguez and tell me that he's an impeccable athlete. Not Pudge Rodriguez. Uh. Panda, Pablo Sandoval. Uh, look at uh, uh, what's yeah. the picture? CC Sabathia. Uh, Sabathia. I mean, yeah. uh, fucking uh, um, who's the guy? Uh, M- Milwaukee. Was it Milwaukee? Um, shit, now I can't remember. It doesn't matter either way. Yeah, you get fat guys in baseball, but not many. There's also not that many fat guys in football either. Like you have your core, like your front four or five guys on your line. Everybody else has got to be able to move. Sure. There's I, I would love to hear back from our uh, our uh, our group that uh, you're that talking about raw strength versus like you know being able to run along. You have way. Four, you have four hundred pound guys that are extremely strong. Then they're going to bench and, press nine hundred and have endurance. Yeah. So that's why I said NBA are the worst athletes out of everybody. Man, because they go and they shoot. They're absolutely accurate. I get it, but they're not. Every time they get touched, they get worked up. It's a foul. I, would I always look soccer. at it as, as which athletes would have the easiest time competing in the <laughs> other sports. Yes. Basketball is the easiest. Hockey is the hardest one. Yeah, because of skating. Yeah. That's and a lot I, of it. There's, yeah. there's this guy that, that I, I follow on Facebook. He goes, I used to, I, I love watching hockey because I don't get it. Those guys are skating on knives. How do they do it? They really, How do they do it? Yeah. <laughs> They're skating on knives. All right. 
Um, it's uh, ice in a knife. <coughs> How could you possibly stand up on that? Uh, the last thing that I have, and I, I just had a recent experience, is that people with food allergies control their friends' lives. Oh, dude, I have this on my phone. I was going to talk about it tonight. And I said school-safe snacks is a bullshit fucking thing that I have to look at when I go to Schnucks now. <laughs> they have a whole section of school-safe sna- snacks. And I said, Snape snacks. And I said, I think I wrote down exactly school snake. God, I'm so worked up about this. School Clearly. safe snacks are for pussies. Fight me. So I, I heard a comedian. Change my mind. I heard a comedian <laughs> that that went. He he broke down all the. So you have the peanut allergies. You have um, uh, what's the one? Uh, shellfish. Sh- shellfish is the biggest one. That that was the oldest one. If you want to go back to your age. Uh, sh- people, shellfish came back, and they're like, and the Jews. I mean, we can go back that far, right? <laughs> so shellfish, and then you have gluten, and and we never heard of gluten before, and then you we have haven't? peanut. I've heard of it. Then well, you have a peanut. No, but you know what I mean. Like <laughs> in our in our lifetime, we've not heard of these things. That dude, when we were in, we were in elementary school, where were you like, drinking today before the show? B halls. No, hat tricks. <laughs> oh, I thought you said you were doing this at B halls. <laughs> Both, yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Did uh, they have some sort of a uh, food safe thing there? No, they don't. Oh, okay. They're, they're, you they're know Curtis like that comes in here? Um, Probably. You would know he's in a wheelchair. Oh, yeah, yeah, Curtis? Kurt. Yeah, yeah. sure. Uh, him and his buddy were in tonight, and they were just bitching. This is hilarious. I was going to bring this up, too. His buddy and him, I, I guess they work at the same office, and they were complaining that they both have to clean their desks out because they just hired somebody at their office that has a peanut allergy. They have a hot 500 employees in their office. And because they just hired this one person, they have to go completely non-peanut in their entire build office building for Anybody 500 want people. A peanut? It's like, can't they just work from home? <laughs> you know what, though? A, would, would Kurt complain if there was no fucking uh, ramp to get up into his building? That's different. Is it? Yes. Peanut allergies, you, get, you smell a peanut, you can die. Yeah. Don't put yourself in that situation. But no one ever heard well, he's of just that. Just getting a job. All these things. Are we are we evolving? You're going to make in an, an office. Five hundred people. Are we evolving? Un- is that is peanut <laughs> peanut allergy? Is this an evolutionary? People? Yes. Or peanut allergy is according to Kyle is an evolutionary advantage, and te- everyone going forward will no, have it. I'm telling you. No, I'm saying have any fuck has, peanuts. We've never heard of this until in the last five years, six years, seven years. No one before that had a peanut allergy. Dude, I understand that allergies are severe Gluten. and peanut Gluten allergies are way. bad. You know, everybody in chat's talking about, yeah, you can. Di- I fucking know you can die from peanut allergies. I'm just saying, 500 people have to be uncomfortable and change their entire lives <laughs> because you don't want a payday next to your desk. Just your let cubicle. one like, die. <laughs> just work from home. Let if if the office has the and this is what they were complaining about, like. No, you could definitely do our job from home. Let the motherfucker work from home and let those 500 people that want to eat peanut butter for lunch every day eat their goddamn peanut butter. I'm going with Dan on this one. He says that peanut people were allergic to peanuts before the internet. That's a fact. <laughs> Gluten is a made-up bullshit. That nah, is also a fact. Celiac disease is a real thing. Celiac is okay, a, an absolute so, real thing, so yeah. and it's very tragic. So you're telling me but that you went to gluten Bush intolerance is, is completely intolerance fabricated. Is fabricated. So you went to Bush Stadium, and you, as a kid or as an adult, couldn't go to Bush Stadium and sit in three separate sections because you couldn't fucking breathe. Do they have a no peanut section at Bush yes. Stadium? Do they really? They have a whole day that they don't sell peanuts. <laughs> this is news to me and unbelievable. Yes. Nah. Like, there's just some things that you don't get to do if you have 
a disability. It's not a disability. It's a made-up thing. Peanut allergy is not take a made-up a Bene- thing. Take a Benadryl. You can't just take a Benadryl for it. that. No, nah, because I have to carry an EpiPen. Mama didn't raise no bitch, <laughs> is what I say. That's what Kyle well, says. Well, you're wrong on this one. I'm going to have to disagree. Man, I hate like bending over for people that have stupid made-up bullshit things like gluten intolerance, 100%. I, I'm going to also uh, side with the fact that peanut allergies will kill somebody. And I might be over-exaggerating about yelling how they need to work from home, and it's uncomfortable for 500 people now. Well, I really have to help my friend Jeff here, because he's allergic to Journey songs, and, 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 and he has this, this jukebox that if you put it on there, he might break out if there's a Journey song. Where in your little fucking trap, <laughs> fucked up head fuck right up now, disagree with me? do you compare my hatred for Journey to somebody? Because it's made up. Okay. It's made up. Because it's, <laughs> it's not a real thing. <laughs> Fuck allergies in general. Man, okay, this is going to be an unpopular opinion here. <laughs> like Kyle, I think Kyle's already smashed that ceiling. We're okay. If people with peanut allergies just stopped reproducing, would that prevent more people yes. with peanut allergies? I don't think I don't think that's how that works. No, it's no peanut I think allergy you're just born not. allergic. Because yeah. I don't think that... Hey, Patterson, you said your daughter's got that peanut allergy thing. Do you or your wife have it? No, he does not. So there's a gene for that, though, right? Like, eventually, when we are able to uh, genetically alter our children, you know, um, Minority Report or uh, uh, Gattaca style, like we can just wean that gene out. I have a couple allergies that that I mean, I, I want to sympathize with some of these people. Like, I'm allergic to bleach, and I'm also allergic to um, like where if you smell bleach, it'll kill you. No, but it's so not quite the same. I, I break out. I break out. Okay. So if if I get around bleach, I understand. I get itchy. I take a Benadryl. I get it. <laughs> you know not, you can't take a Benadryl for a peanut allergy, right? You're not right? going in anaphylactic shock because of... No one's giving you an EpiPen because, you know, you were exposed to some Clorox. <laughs> you realize there's a difference, right? Well, that's an evolution thing that somebody fucked up. Remember so. what? I had a great beer name. Might have been fucking your cousin. I wanted to call it Banana Phylaxis, and it was going to be bananas and peanuts and strawberries and wheat. Like, all of <laughs> it was Still one of my favorite beer names <laughs> ever. <laughs> it just, fuck the aller- allergic. <laughs> fuck the allergenic. Uh, I just don't know. It's all good fun. I, I, I get it. People, I mean, people have things. Oh, I, lactose. Like I said, it no. had to have lactose in it also. I take multiple pills a day because of fucking bullshit. But like, I'm a, I'm allergic to cigarette smoke, so I have to take a when I when I'm around when I'm around a bar, I have to take a Benadryl. I get it, but like some of these <laughs> things just go too fucking far. They do. School safe snacks are for pussies. Fact. As Mike Stewart just said, I think you're comparing apples to peanuts here. <laughs> okay. So when, when you guys grew up, what when when you played baseball, whatever, what did you get for an after school snack? Or no, rub dirt game, on it. After after game snack. I don't know, we didn't have so, that. so you played baseball, you you knocked around. You got the like ball. a free soda at the uh So so sh- for me it was bar. a nutty bar. And a uh, sun, or what's the fucking Capri Sun? That's what I got. 
Yeah. No one gave a shit. You just fucking drank it and ate it, and everybody was fucking fine. So you didn't have any kids with peanut allergies on your team. <laughs> oh, yeah, for fucking 12 years? I don't know. Do Capri Suns have peanuts in it? Nutty Bars do, though. Oh. He did say my Nutty Bar. Okay. <laughs> All right, we need to wrap this up. <laughs> this is getting out of control right now. And we still got a couple beers to drink on the end. I, I have can't one wait more to drink and just think it and save we'll, it. We're just gonna go into the next few weeks because I don't know when we'll be together. All right. Uh, drink it or sink it. There are three good Christmas songs all together. Zero, zero. That's a fucking sink it. There is zero good Christmas songs. Um, sink it. Sing it too. I fucking hate Christmas music. It's on there on tap board. I don't know. On the bottom, it says, "You know, Christmas music sucks, right?" I didn't know you put that on there. And somebody's like, "You know, Christmas music sucks, right?" What does that mean? I'm like, "What?" I had no (laughs) idea what they're talking about because when I turned around, it had switched already. I'm like, "I don't." It was on your board. I'm like, "What the fuck are you talking about?" Yes, I I hate. Are you familiar with the band August Burns Red? Yeah, yeah, I've heard yeah, they have sure. a Christmas album. Yeah, it's supposed to be really good. Like yeah. an all-instrumental Christmas album. It's supposed sure. to be great, so I don't know. Corey Taylor did a Christmas song that I like. The last thing, and it's weird that you say that, on the way here, uh, me and Kelly were talking about this, and we stumbled upon Pennywise Stand By Me, which you need to listen to. Oh, yeah? You know the song Stand By Me? Yeah, I've never Pennywise heard them cover it. A, a, a version of yeah, it. It's right. fucking awesome. All right, yeah. Guts brought up Run DMC's Christmas in Hollis. I'll give him credit on that. that I don't is. know that one. One good. I love re- Run DMC though. Afro Man uh, does a pretty good Christmas song as well. There might be three. It's good called ones. Deck My Balls. I, I get so fucking worked up when everybody plays the Mariah Carey and the Doom Doom Having a Wonderful Christmas or what is uh, <laughs> Simply Having a Wonderful Christmas. Oh, that Christmas song time. sucks. Whatever the song That's that the is you're trying to sing right now song. is awful. Awful. <laughs> Who sings that? I don't know. Simply having a run Ask of wonderful Christmas She time. loves it, I'm sure. Oh, it's the fucking worst. You know what? Fuck Christmas songs. I do like Wizards in Winter by uh, the Trans-Siberian Orchestra. I've never seen them. Everybody loves them. When They're they pretty good live. Have yeah. you seen them before live? Twice. They, they come here every year. Yeah. I'd like to see them actually one time. I, I like them. They're actually very entertaining. Their yeah. show is amazing. Hmm. All right. We are going to get out of here. Uh, we're going to... Take a break and then uh, start up after dark. I got two stories. Great. Uh, Patreon.com slash the bruise room if you want to check that shit out. Otherwise, we will catch you right here next week on Monday. See you.